ukuziza nimeboiza I can't go out and make it happen myself and if you believe that you can make things happen for yourself then you're you're a fool because it, it'll never happen that way Welcome everyone. I'm here with my boy. If you've been following my page, you know a lot about Vernon Davis. If you don't know him, 14-year NFL tight end, superstar, NFL champ, and he transitioned, and now he's doing the same kind of work, same kind of killing it, same kind of winning in the entertainment industry. So, Vernon, what's going on, buddy? We, uh, we have a special event tonight. What's, uh, what's going on tonight? So tonight we're doing a movie premiere for my movie, The Ritual Killer with Morgan Freeman, Ooh. as well as Cole Hauser. I warned you. It's going to be a, a fantastic night. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to see everybody. And uh, I just want people to enjoy the movie and uh, just watch some of the work that we, we were able to put in over the course of our time uh, getting the film done. So uh, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, and I know you've uh, you've been in the acting game for a minute. You've produced and acted in a lot of films. What was unique about this particular role in The Ritual Killer? The most unique thing about this role is it was something that I've, what, I've never, I never really expected to take on a role like this, but when I read it, I said, you know what? There's so many different correlations with the script and my backstory as well as where I'm at presently in my life of losing my mom. And as a kid, I remember feeling like I wanted to to stop the madness. And the madness was my mom being on drugs and people I was growing up with who was selling her drugs. Right? I wanted to I wanted to put an end to it. You know, like that superhero who always wants to stop crime, right? Wow. I wanted to be that guy and I use that to my advantage to to really bring out the truth and bring out life in this character Randoku. My name is Randoku. I was able to do that, and it was just I'm just I'm just I feel so so good about the experience that I had in my past life because I was able to pull it in and and bring it along with me throughout the journey of this character. Wow, yeah, you know, that, that reminds me of something. In, in acting, there's there's a couple different styles you can do. You can do a method type of acting, which is you tap into your own experiences to get into that character. And there's also imagination, where you just imagine certain situations to tap into a character. So would you say you're more of a method actor? You, you really tap into your own personal experiences to, to get into that character? I, would, I don't know if I would actually say that I'm a, I'm a method actor. I think I just, over the, over time, I've studied different techniques from Ivana Chubbett to Meisner, and I find that a lot of it is the same kind of stuff when it comes to the preparation. The preparation is the biggest part when it comes to any material, any script, because without doing the work, you can't fully grasp the character, and you can't really fully understand what's going on. You have to understand what's going on so that the audience can, can live the journey with you. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, you know this this whole story inspires me, and I I lived with your manager Henry Penzi for about a year and a half, and I saw a lot of the behind the scenes stuff going on. Um, you know, coming out of the NFL, you were newer to the acting game. What what kind of role 
do you think Henry's had as a manager and is in general like what do you what kind of how important is team in jumping into a new career and, and getting it all together without a team you can't do anything it takes a team to to build to, to, to build a village to build a building to build anything at all it's gonna to have to take a team and for me <clears throat> that was important to me as I was transitioning from football to the entertainment space I needed to find a team that I could do do what I wanted to do to help me do what I wanted to do right because I can't go out and make it happen myself and if you believe that you can make things happen for yourself then you're you're a fool because it, it'll never happen that way you know you, you have to rely on others to come through and you put your trust in others and and for me that team would be manager uh, business advisor publicist um, bookkeeper financial advisor you need all these you got to bring all these pieces together um, especially depending on what you what it is what it is that you're trying to do but if it's if it's business and if you're building and you have you generate revenue and you're working you it, it takes a lot of those things that I just said yeah I mean uh, living with Henry I, I'd see him making calls every day going a million miles an hour trying to you know, pitch you on certain projects, and mm. and um, this is stuff that I didn't even know mm. went on behind the scenes with you know a talent doing big things. Mm. And the more I saw that, the more I realized how much work goes behind the scenes with a manager. I'm like, hey, what about all your other team members? And you know, Vernon's out there. He's he's fully booked, just doing the thing, right? He's out there performing the jobs. And you know, I think before I saw that, I just assumed that oh yeah, someone calls you up and you go and do it. But like, uh, there's so much work that goes behind the scenes. And I've I've always been a guy that oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do it by myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove myself that I can do it. But I think that was the most egotistical thing because after trying that method, you realize you don't get anywhere, right? And, yeah. and, and if you're going against somebody that has a team, one working on you know, managing and, and vetting out projects mm -hmm. and pitching you and knowing which producers to work with and which, which projects to build a career. And on top of that, all the other departments you said, it's like you have 10 times as much manpower and expertise as if you try and do it yourself. Absolutely, there's no I in team. I, I'll give you an, I'll take you back to when I was playing football. Mm -hmm. My coach on every team that I played on, they would always talk about the importance of teamwork, right? Because you, every now and then you, you have guys come in who think it's all about them. I, was, I used to be one of those guys. I thought I could, could win, win games by myself, but you can't do that. You have a quarterback. You have a wide receiver tight end. On defense, you have uh, the linebacker core. You have defensive line, defensive backs. Like It takes all of, all of these guys have to come together in order to be able to have success. Right. right? I can't go out and, and throw the ball to myself. I can't go out and make tackles by myself against 11 other guys. It's not gonna happen that way. So you have to think about that in life in general mm -hmm. for everything that you do. You gotta have a core group of core group of people to help you get from point A to point B. How do you go from being the guy who, you know, you were the, the highest paid tight end in history when you were drafted. How do you go from being that guy with all the attention, with all the skill, to having to share that limelight and having to 
you know, work in that team setting, you would you say? Well, that takes a great deal of humility. You have to be humble. You have to understand that it's never really all about you. It's never about you. It's never about you in sports. It's never about you in life. Everything that you're building right now, everything that I'm building, is going to be passed down to my kids and the ones that I love. Mm -hmm. right, right now, it feels like I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor. Yeah, you're supposed to, but ultimately, you're building it for someone else because I'm not going to always be here. So just understanding that, understanding the core values of life, understanding that what's given can always be taken away. When you approach life that way, then you you grasp the simple fact that your work is all for the greater good of the ones that you love. Wow, that's really powerful. That's I mean, I'm learning a lot. I'm having a lot of light bulbs go off in my head. And, and one thing when I when I look at you and I watch you, you know, continue to grow. Uh, you know, personally, I experience fear on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. You know, fear is something that happens when you're stepping out of your comfort zone. And I, I know we look at some people that are experiencing a lot of success and think, oh yeah, they don't, they're just, they got it all down. You know, they, they don't experience fear. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you went, you completely changed careers and go from the NFL then going into acting, but now you're starting to do some music as well. Mm -hmm. You've had to step out of your comfort zone. You know, what, do you feel, how often do you feel fear and what is, what does fear mean to you and what's your relationship with it? Fear to me, fear is, um, to me fear is when you have a negative feeling about something, a, a feeling of distress. You feel as if something's not going to work out, like you're not going to make it, you're not going to survive. You feel like you're about to be humiliated. You feel like if you don't do X, Y, and Z, <clears throat> people are gonna laugh at you. If you don't do this, you're gonna get fired. If, you, if I don't do this, I'm gonna get cut. If I don't do this, I'm not gonna have my position anymore. That's fear. But we can't live life in fear. You can't, you can never be afraid of anything. You, you, you'll never know if you can accomplish some, something unless you try. If you don't try, then you'll still remain where you are. Will Smith wouldn't be where he is if it wasn't for him trying to be a rapper, him trying to be an artist or an actor, right? Thomas Edison wouldn't, wouldn't have invented the light bulb if he wouldn't have tried 10,000 times, or 10, over 10,000 times, right? I wouldn't be where I'm, I'm, I am if I didn't try to play football. Right, so you got to take chances. You can't be afraid. And if you always going to have the fear and the doubt that you won't come through. That's always going to be that. I don't care how, how high up you, you make it or what levels of success you reach. I don't care what it is. And, and some of the greatest of all time in every, on every, on every, on all facets, right? In every genre can tell you, look, when they've gotten to the top, They've been, they, they've had fear. It's just a human nature. It's human nature. You're always gonna have. Yeah, it's gonna be moments where you feel like you're just invincible. Or you, 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 you don't have fear. But there's gonna be times in your life where you feel like you are. 
fearful of of things going out. And for me, that would be going out and and feeling the anxiety and, and being overwhelmed by the simple fact that I may drop a pass. What if I drop this pass? What if I drop a pass in the touch? Uh, what if I drop a pass in the end zone? Or, or what if I don't get my block? It's always the fear. But things never happen the way we perceive them, the way we see them in our mind. When that fear comes in and, and these things that we're, we're imagining, it never comes to pass because it's all just an illusion to get us off track. Wow. Yeah, that's that's something that I always had a misconception of. I thought, you know, the people who are winning, they just don't feel it. But I, the more and more I talk to people, I, I, I realize everyone has the fear. Um, and I also notice there's certain, certain times when I'm constantly facing fears it then became, becomes easier to face fears. You know, but if I'm always running away, if I'm always staying in my comfort zone, the fear becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Do you, do you have like, a, like a, a process you do or when you feel that fear, do you, is there something you tell yourself to just say, hey, like, keep going or like, what, is there something you tell yourself like, hey, I'm supposed to feel this way? Or when, like, when you go into that situation, you take that first step out of your comfort zone and you feel that, like we all feel it. It's like, oh shit, like, uh, like am I gonna look like an idiot? Am I gonna fail? Am I gonna get fired? Do you, what do you do in that moment to keep pushing forward? Is there something that you tell yourself? Yeah, I just tell myself, I just self-talk. And it can be, very, it can be various different things that I'm, t that I'm talking about. So I'd be like in my mind, I'm just saying, uh, you never know unless you try it. You, you only get one shot. Go for it. Go for it. You got this. You got this. And I remind myself that things, the negative things that are on my mind never, will never come to pass. I just tell myself that. Just talk to myself. Go for it. Go for it. Don't be afraid. Go for it. Push it. Push the limit. Get past it. Just tell myself just to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, <clears throat> you know, the graveyard has so many unfulfilled dreams and, and accomplishments. Mm -hmm. um, and I think fear is what holds people back. You know, I think people have so much greatness inside of them that is not, never sees the light of day because they let this self-talk right. hold them back in that moment of potential glory. Right. So for people that are working really hard and just not seeing the results that they want, they have doubt creeping up, they have fear, and we've all been through moments like that. Like what, what's your advice to somebody that this is on kind of on the verge of giving up that it feels like they're not making headway that they might not make it. Like what would you say? I think just trust in the process every time I've been in plenty of situations where I, I felt like I wanted to be somewhere like right now already, but what is it? What is it? If you don't have the failures, people denying you, people telling you no, right? People not taking you serious or or caring about your ideas, right? We, we, like, we need all of that. We need people to dismiss us. Because when you, the biggest reward comes when after you've gone through all of those failures, all, all that disappointment and all that pain just resides inside your spirit and your soul. So when you achieve the different levels of, of greatness and, and you have that success, it feels so much more 
it feels bigger, it feels better, right? You're able to, to, to have the gratitude and, and just be grateful for the experiences you've had in life because you made it. Wow. And then the tears come about. You, 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 you cry and you feel like, wow, this journey has been really tough, but I stood, stood in it. I gave my very best and I didn't give up. And look where I'm at now. I love that. You know, so it's almost kind of saying like these setbacks and this feeling that we're not going to be able to, to make it those are signs of messages not to give up, but to keep pushing because you need, I love how you say you need this, right? Because if we're gonna appreciate what we have, we need to have those setbacks because we fought through the struggle. Man, that's, that's I really love that. So um, speaking of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, we, uh, we have a new song coming out, we, we talked about Bounce Like This, that's a, the first one that Vernon came out with. He has a sick music video at Washington Commanders Stadium, which is absolute dope. But going back to our boy, Henry Penzi, Vernon's manager, he made a feature on this song. What what song, what's going on here? What's it's, a song called, it's a song called Running. Henry and I were in LA in the studio that I go to called Golden Impala. So we're going in and say, Henry was singing a song and I was like, wow, I could use that. But I had to manipulate the words. And so I, I wrote I wrote it for him and then I wrote my part and next thing you know we got a song it's called Running. Running is about like people who 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 don't believe in you or people who just really um don't want to give you what you want. Right? It's one of those things like you don't give it to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Like I, I used to say that all the time when I was playing football. If they don't give me this the highest accolade that a tight end could have, then I'm gonna I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna earn it, I'm gonna put the work in, right? And that's what this song is about. It's about like just running away from all the BS, all the noise, people talking this, talking that. It doesn't really matter because I'm still gonna get what I'm going after. Right? I'm just gonna run away from the noise. Wow, I, I love that. And that's running, running. keep running, 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 running. Yeah, there we go, baby. Well um, you know that's that's not just talk, because Vernon's doing the exact same thing in his career. He's just, he's got his premiere with Morgan Freeman tonight with The Ritual Killer. And we also have another project with Morgan Freeman coming up. What What's going on with this one? Yeah, this next project is, is pretty cool. I play another villain. Um, actually, the son of Morgan Freeman in this movie. It's called Gunner. And the movie's about a father and son who's running this drug operation, right? The Dad is arrested and he's trying to run things from, from jail and he's relying on his son to come through and hold up mm. while he's in prison. But his son is failing because somehow the operation was, there was a bust on the operation where they were, they confiscated his, the product, the drugs that mm. they were selling. And now his son has to do a couple of things, try to get his dad out of prison and also prove to his dad that he can trust him, right? But he's failing, and now, not only not only that, he also have, have to to go through a, a barrier, a wall, which is another guy who's who's kind of in the way, who wants who wants something that he has. So it, so basically, the guy that I'm playing, the, the son that I'm playing, I kidnapped it, um, 
the man who, who was a part of my drugs being confiscated. Ah. He goes to get my dad, and now we have to make a fair trade. Wow. So there's all kinds of little things going on in here. Damn. That's pretty cool. That, that's, that sounds like a great plot. Um, well, yeah, Vernon, I know you're normally the nice guy. You know, the first time I met this guy on, uh, on the set of Hell on the Border, mm. uh, the most hands-down polite guy, but now I'm seeing these, these villain characters. You got one tonight, and then with this other one, mm. what, you got some range, man. What's going on? You, you see yourself as more of a, a villain or more of a superhero? What, what do you see? I like challenging roles. I like, I like the villain. I like, the, I, can play, I like to play uh, someone who's struggling with paranoid schizophrenia or just autism, just anything that's challenging. Like it goes back to what we talked about. Like, there's nothing greater than a, than a challenge, because on the other side of the challenge is a is a reward. If you can stand the test of time, if you can hang in there, not give up, and be resilient. So to me, it kind of is is in the same. That's in, that's that right there is in the same sector. Because I, I have to fight for something, and, I, and it's it's not easy. It's tough, and I and I like things that are tough and challenging, because I understand the greatness of the reward on the other side. Wow, that is absolutely powerful. Well, guys, I I see Vernon's stylist knocking on the door because he's got to get his swag on for the premiere tonight. A ritual killer. Are we going the the purple suit? We're we going the cream. What what are we feeling tonight, Vernon? Cream. Cream goes with the colors of my tone. Look, I got this caramel, these golden caramel tones in my face. Hey, man, that's that's the money maker right there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those those tones up on the big screen and that, man. So uh, we'll let Vernon, we'll let you get get that style, that swag on. So we're looking good for the photos. But my man, appreciate yeah, appreciate you, Vernon. And uh, look out for this guy on the big screen. Let's go. My name is Randoku. 